welcome to Boss Lady Energy. Boss Lady Energy. Y'all, we got that Boss Lady Energy. Welcome back to Boss Lady Energy. We are here another Monday, and this week, y'all, me, Kristen, and Nikki got a good one for y'all. How y'all feeling, ladies? It's been a day. Very busy. <laughs> Very busy. I feel like we're all just yeah. been running on uh, fumes. It feels like. It feels like we haven't stopped running the past week. Uh, it's It's been long. It's been really long. Mm-hmm. But feeling good. This, yeah. one's, this one's gonna be a fun one though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, you know, we're like commiserating a little bit, but this one is gonna be really fun. I'm excited to talk about this. People are probably reading the um the title of the show today and they're like, what? Outfit repeating? What are you talking about? But like this is good. We're gonna have some good gems here. I'm excited. <laughs> oh yeah. I think the I think it's a, a bigger conversation that more people need to have and it's not like we're not going deep into like a therapy session here but I think a lot of us have probably thought it and we just haven't said it out loud but outfit repeating is okay and we need to make that more of a trend. Um we were kind of mm-hmm. just like talking one day and we were noticing that like wow we are completely overwhelmed with the fact that we have to keep up with never repeating an outfit sharing to your feed keeping up with celebrity lifestyle and we're not even celebs like who told us that we were meant to do this you know (laughs) the fact that we're not even celebs is so funny like what a little like shit on us you know like we think we're like these hot to trot like on our instagram at that aesthetics and we're like uh (laughs) well because yeah that's the instagram culture really the social media culture you've got to be looking fly or why are you even posting like i haven't posted in weeks because girl i haven't shopped in months oh my gosh i mean (laughs) i got nothing to show (laughs) i remember when we were we were getting ready to do um, some new social media photos for for Boss Lady. And I remember we were talking about outfits and like what we wanted to do. And I'm sitting here like, well, all I have is literally athleisure wear and loungewear because all of 2020, I was literally in my house, not going nowhere. Mm. We couldn't do anything. I remember like, I didn't even, I don't even know if I like put on makeup all of 2020. Like it was just bizarre. Like this new like shift that everyone's like now trying to be in the culture. The trends have changed now these different things we're seeing bigger pants, you know, the middle part, I know they, you know, there's all those jokes on Instagram and stuff, but it's got millennials versus a Gen Z's Gen Z's. Gen Z's. Yeah, girl, I changed my part a year ago because I was like, Oop, I gotta do it. And then went back to the side part. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, I think it's hard to keep up with all of the trends and there weren't really any trends of 2020. So you come into 2021 kind of like, well, what are we doing? And a lot of people, whether they want to admit it or not, have consistently probably followed trends that celebrities have done on red carpets and not even known it like fast fashion. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But fast fashion is all based off of that lifestyle and when we didn't have red carpets that one year and then part of 2021 it was kind of like okay well what are we doing we kind of just throwing stuff on the wall and seeing if it sticks but uh we're gonna dive deep into that because before we do that we need to get into girl let me tell you girl let me tell you we always love a good girl, let me tell you. And this week we're doing it a little bit different. So we were talking about um, doing like a fast five, like our top five. And this week we're going to do beauty. Um, so first, something that I'm loving right now is the ELF translucent powder. You can get it for $6 at Target, Walmart. Um, it's lightweight. A little bit goes a long way. And you know how sometimes when you put translucent powder on and then you take a picture in like a club or a bar and the setting is dark and they threw the flash and you have white like cat eye underneath or like raccoon eye underneath. 
Well, this mm-hmm. powder is known for not doing that. Uh, I oh. guess that's part of their selling point is that if you only use a little bit and you wait for your cover up uh, or your concealer to dry underneath and then you put your um, your translucent powder underneath, uh, you got to wait a little bit for it to dry so it doesn't like seek into your skin. And that's why you get like the white like like raccoon eye. So, like the flashback. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Elf has done a lot of research really on this. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love them. Love, love, love. Also, if there's like silica powder in it or something like that, there's or SPF of any kind, it, there's flashback. Like you can totally get flashback from it, and they probably doesn't yeah. have those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I love to well, hear new products. Is, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this is kind of Kristen's lane. So I know she's like inundated with beauty <laughs> stuff all the time. But before she, uh, you know, drops her gems in this one, I am a little behind on this one. And I know like. KKW Beauty is pretty much like revamping right now with Kim. But during her sale, I grabbed her uh, Matte Honey eyeshadow palette and it is so bomb. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I used to be a part of like the matte lipstick trend and it was just dry and flaky. Mm. But a matte eye is so my vibe. Mm. It feels so 90s. We know that all those kinds of trends come back. And I just feel like it's a palette that everybody can use and you can't go wrong with it. Um, which is really difficult for people of color. Like sometimes they're just not pigmented enough. And I feel like it really is like a good everyday palette or even if you want to do like a nice smoky eye. So I found this to be one that I'm grabbing a lot more often. So definitely check that out whenever it comes back because I don't know when. Yeah, who knows? It may just be KK Beauty when it comes back too. Maybe she dropped the W, but I know I heard she's not. So I digress (laughs) on that anyway. um, Yeah, Kim's palettes I love too. I have the Bestie palette or the Best Friend palette she did with Allison and it's one of my favorites. It's like the only one that I travel with or just go anywhere with it's always in my kit mm-hmm. um my personal kit and then i've been loving the rare beauty mascara i'm wearing it right now it's i think it's waterproof because this ish does not budge and like mm. i get oily i'm working you know like regular work and then i go do my labor in the house when i'm <laughs> renovating and it does not budge like i was wearing l'oreal voluminous mascara which is my ride or die as well under it was and it started to um get underneath my eyes yesterday and then I've been wearing Rare Beauty all day today and not at all. So the new Rare Beauty mascara is the sheet. Now, is it comparable to the Too Faced uh, better, Nothing Better Than Sex one? What is it called? That's better the one that sex. I... Better Than Sex. Yeah, better is than it sex. comparable to that or is it like just more affordable? What's the price point before I go grab a new mascara? I think it's 20 bucks, and it's similar to the Better Than Sex. I believe this Better Than Sex is $16. So it is a little bit cheaper, but it's Selena Gomez's brand with Rare Beauty. So that's probably what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. And the packaging is actually a lot bigger than um, the Better Than Sex. It's a little bit thicker. I had it on the table, but I, I threw it away and into my bag. But mm. yeah, it's I think it's the you get some bang for your buck there. But if you get the L'Oreal Voluminous Mascara, it's only seven bucks. So like just get the waterproof. I wasn't wearing waterproof, so that was my bad. Yeah, yeah I was going to say I'm pretty much a voluminous ride or die girl since the eight for all the ages. Like I feel like I've been wearing it forever. So it's kind of hard to get me to mm-hmm. get a new mascara. But the fact that you say that it doesn't budge because sometimes I feel like even if like I have like eyeliner on with the voluminous, sometimes if I'm like because I have like really like dry eyes, I wear glasses, I wear contacts. So when I scratch or something, I feel like the mascara is coming off, too. So mm. it's interesting uh, if you say it doesn't budge and it's waterproof. No, it doesn't budge. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one of these days. I'll need it right now, but in the future, yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> and I have to be honest, I got it for free, so um, I didn't have to pay the 20 bucks, but I would buy it myself. 
So that's why I'm talking about it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> um, there was another one because I feel like the the next one that I'm gonna mention, me and Nikki are gonna go on for a while. But <laughs> yeah. you were talking about a deodorant girl, like Kristen. What? <laughs> oh yeah, my simple C. So this um, this guy that Michael has been writing with, his girlfriend started this company called Simple C. It's a deodorant and it's non-tox deodorant, aluminum-free, really natural, and the packaging mm-hmm. is also natural. Like it's biodegradable; it breaks down in like three months. So it's good, better for the environment than our plastic deodorants, you know, and it's better for you than the aluminum deodorants that are out there on the market. I think a lot of people are on that trend and it actually works. Uh, That's what I want to know. Yeah, it actually works. mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a question about natural deodorant. I was talking to someone a while ago and they were saying that their armpits turned black when they stopped with the, the (laughs) when they. (laughs) Your face, the fuck? Um, that their armpits were turning black because all the toxins were coming out of their armpits from the aluminum. And so when they started to go to natural, they said, A, they smelled and their armpits That's what turned I thought. black. Yeah. No, my Does armpits that definitely did not oh. turn black, but I also shaved my armpits. So, like, maybe if maybe it had to do with hair, I don't know. But no. But did Michael's turn black? No. And he doesn't wash his hair either, like, maybe once a month or if that. And and he smells fine. I I would tell you I'm I'm a pretty crazy I'm pretty crazy with smells. Very sensitive to smells. Right. And no, it didn't. I mean, obviously doing manual labor, I get a little scent, but it, it didn't. I didn't have any reaction to it. No, I wasn't like detoxifying or didn't realize any. I guess, but I I do shave my armpits regularly, so I would have seen the black. I believe. Got Maybe it. it was smaller. Nothing was okay. excreting from my body. Maybe this that person just, just needs like to go see the doctor. Yeah, it might be <laughs> something a little bit more serious. On yeah. That, yeah. that may just be <laughs> an isolated incident. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to our last uh, beauty one for this segment. We are, our, I swear by this now because my hairstylist put me on whenever I went to go get my curly cut and it's Innersense conditioner. Now this is not a conditioner that is cheap. Um, I have a huge gallon, the the one that basically is like the professional uh, brand. But the reason I love it so much, not only does it have good slip, which basically if you're a part of the curly community, you're like, it it takes so long to detangle your hair. So having good slip is important because you can actually get through your hair, whether you're using your fingers, like finger detangling, or if you're using a brush. And the thing I love about this, because uh, curly girls go through some conditioner real fast, is the fact that it is a two-in-one, or at least from what she told me like it doesn't advertise as a two-in-one but I use it as one and my curls have been loving it so you can use it as like a conditioner that you rinse out and then you can also um, use it as a leave-in right before you start styling your hair and it's been great like very moisturized after using it like I've seen length retention so I just have been loving this one and I'm telling everybody to go out and get it Oh, yeah, yes. and piggybacking off of that, me and Courtney had like a full off the pod conversation about Curly Girl Method because she actually, I believe, Courtney, did you do the Curly Girl Method back in the when you were getting your natural hair back, or did you just go right into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When so I was transitioning, it, yeah, I did. Yeah, so it's just like the Curly Girl Method is just a way of like they like basically give you a number for what your curls are one two three four A B C, and you just basically they tell you what what they recommend is good for your hair. Because I had told Courtney, I'm trying to transition back into not using any hot tools, straighteners, curling irons on my hair because I want my natural curls to come back because it felt like every time I was going to my stylist, my hairstylist, she was telling me, she was like, 
she's doing this perm line at their salon. And I was like, I don't want to get a perm, but I do miss my curls. And so we had done the, um, she like used the, uh, what's that called? Um, I always forget the name for it. Diffuser. Diffuser. Yeah. The diffuser. I'm like, yeah, wait, you diffuser. said diffuser the other day. Uh huh. Yeah. She, okay, she was yeah. using the diffuser on me. She put like mousse in my hair because my hair doesn't hold gel. It makes it look too scrunched. Like back in the day when you would scrunch your hair with gel and the hard crunchiness, my hair just it mm-hmm. really is, it so holds onto a lot of those products. So I need to yeah, use like, you got lightweight like products. And, hair. Yeah. So I'm going through the curly girl method right now. It's a journey. I know Courtney's talked about her hair journey for the longest time. And now I finally can relate to what she's talking about because this shit is a journey. And yeah. It's like a lot it. more work. It's a lot mm-hmm. more work. I feel like mm-hmm. when you just like most people think that you just like wake up and shake your hair and go. And uh, it's just not the case if you decide to go natural. Like, you really have to look at the products you use. Like, I try to avoid anything with sulfates, parabens, um, silicones, all of that stuff. And I've just seen the best results from that. But with the curly gold method she's talking about, it's basically like you use, it's the method of how you put it in your hair when you're styling. So you can do leave-in, can uh, leave-in. Uh, cream or whatever your styler is because Nikki I think she uses a mousse so like mm-hmm. leave-in mousse and then your oil or you can do leave-in oil and then um, then whatever the styler is so it just it really just depends on your hair I did it in the beginning and I realized that like it doesn't necessarily work as my hair has gotten healthier I don't really need all the extra steps so I don't right. use an oil as often I definitely swear by things that work for my hair and like Nikki said it's a journey but I'm not gonna go on all day because I'll be on here dropping <laughs> all types of information about oh, natural I was, hair I was taking notes the other day yeah you were taking notes and I was like porosity what's that and like Courtney was teaching us all the things but y'all came because we're talking about outfit repeating and so let's just dive deep into it because I don't know about y'all but I remember growing up and like you had your set clothes like you either had your school clothes and like it was totally okay to repeat it I know some people were in like uniforms and stuff and even when you went to high school like you might have switched it up but like you pretty much kept it simple and you could wear the same kind of jeans and rotate it with different outfits and nobody was batting an eye. Now it feels like there's so many statement pieces people are wearing and like the trends are going out a lot faster. And it's just like you literally don't want to repeat it because it's been seen online. That's wild to me. But I didn't even think about it until we start talking about this episode. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, though, too, I remember looking up to the older girls and seeing them wear like more sophisticated outfits. I don't know about you guys. And feeling like, oh, God, I need to, like, get cooler clothes for them. And now it's like influencers are those people to us as adults. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I'm like, oh, my God, I need a blazer and bike shorts now and uh, strappy heels. And I'm like, oh, my husband's five, two. I'm five, two. And my husband's five, six. So that's not going to work. You know, so (laughs) it's like always trying to keep up with the Joneses. It doesn't matter what time of life you're in. It really it really is that way. And I. I think that the trends that come in and out were were so stressed and some people are strapped for money to even purchase those things. And I I feel like I'm okay with outfit repeating. I, I don't really know anybody in my life that doesn't do outfit repeating. Maybe like one or two people actually. Well, they I do it in back. real life. Are they doing it online is the question. Yes, that is the question. And the answer is no. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're reposting a photo from when you took photos in that outfit prior Mm -hmm. I was gonna say while mm -hmm, while growing up 
you have your, I feel like you're trying to develop like an identity. So I feel like when those trends would come and you're with your friends, you're hanging out with people who are normally similar like you. And so you guys can wear jeans and a t-shirt or whatever. You don't feel like this stress to like really have these staple items or these things that all these people had. Sure. I'm, I'm sure you wanted the really nice clothes at like clothes at Kohl's or, you know, the department stores, because we weren't out here living this luxury life that some people have the money to live and pay for. But with that said, I feel like now growing up, we all have like our individual personalities. So I know we talked a little bit about like these new trends that are coming in. Like Kristen, you had mentioned you wanted to wear like big baggy clothes, these paper bag pants, whatever they're called. I Personally, for my body type, can't pull it off. I will look 10 to 15 pounds heavier if I pull off baggy clothes because I have big boobs that make the shirts even bigger and a big butt. So it's like these things, these trends I see everyone wearing and I'm like, dang, that looks good on her, but I could never pull that off. So then there's like this envious, like jealousy. I'm like, dang, I wish I could pull that off. I, want, I wish I looked like that. You know, I mean, but it's also flipped. We said like different trends don't work for certain body types, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the girls part of still part of the itty bitty titty committee as adults. They like they can't. Yeah, they're they're not getting uh, a lot of looks for their cleavage. And so they have to shift to what works for them. And this see through trend. Can we just say it doesn't work for everybody? Like it doesn't matter what body type you are. We don't need to see it all. But (laughs) uh, that's just my opinion. But I think that's that kind of goes back to like all generations like you have to dress for what fits you and it is this pressure to kind of keep up with like whatever the trend is like you just need to be able to pull it off and embrace whatever it looks like on you and it's like no you don't you don't if you don't feel comfortable in it then you don't need to try to do that and then say like small titty girls can do this or or curvy girls can do this too like if you feel good in it great but don't pressure the rest of us that don't feel comfortable in it yeah because you always know like michael and i talk about this well we used to when we used to go places all the time it's like we'd ask ourselves do you feel good in it how do you feel in it because if you go to an event and you're in that outfit or wherever you are whether you're repeating it or it's brand new, if you don't feel confident, you're not going to exude the confidence. You're going to be stuck in your head. You're going to be going through this cycle of, oh my God, oh my God, my shoe, or oh my God, my boob going to pop out or whatever it is. And you're never in the present and enjoying the moment while you're there. And the confidence is going to be, even if you look hot, you know, that's something to think about too. I know I get into that, that space sometimes and Jarrell will like literally call me out on it he's like why do you get like that when you're around people who may not be the same height as you the same weight the same whatever and and body type and you get like this weird way and I'm like I don't know it's literally just this influence that you know you see on social media and all of this toxicity that comes from seeing celebrities or people who you admire wearing these certain clothes and looking glorious and then you start self-doubting yourself and it's like I get into that space I know when we had taken our photos recently, I was like, I came home and I was like, oh my God, Jarrell, we wore this like white top and I literally felt like a, <laughs> like a roly polioli. I was like, I can't. <laughs> and he was like, you literally are comparing yourself to Kristen and Courtney who are two skinny, very different girls as well. Even though you guys are skinny, you have very different body types from each other. But he was like, why do you always get like that? And I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's something that I've worked on for a really long time. And I've, I do feel confident in my body, but then when you put yourself next to someone who doesn't have a body like you, and then those those angles from the camera may not be in your favor at that moment, it's just like you get into this headspace where it's like, fuck, 
I need to work out yeah. harder. I need to lose weight. I need to do this. <laughs> no. That's totally normal, though. I think the difference is that we didn't have social media. So, like, the only time we would compare ourselves is people that we saw in real life. Like, I know I've been, like, I've been called all kinds of stuff growing up. But I've been very thin my entire life and have been teased about it. And the thing is, like, now big booties are in. And I don't have the biggest booty. You know, I got a real cute shape. You know, a real yeah, cute do. booty. Yeah. I, have, I have to say now, but, like, when... I, I've been the same height since, um, cause let me not talk about my booty. Cause I appreciate you girl. Uh, but <laughs> growing up when you're flat as a board and like, you know, boobs finally came in, but like, you're basically about to fall over because nothing else adds up. You do get insecure and you do start questioning like, why didn't I get this? Or when is this going to come? But I think it's harder when you become an adult, because when you're a teenager, they're like, girl, it'll, it'll, uh, even out or like, Oh yeah. Pop up out of the blue one day. You have hope. You literally have hope that it could change. But as adults, it's like, no, this is pretty much what I've been dealt with. And like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. And like, if like, if this trend is in, like, it's not going to give what it's supposed to give if I turn around, you know? So Nick, like definitely empathize with you from a different side of it. But I think that's the influence and the visibility of social media that makes a lot of us question like, man, why isn't this working for me? Like, ooh, maybe I need to go get that BBL, you know? And it's like, (laughs) "Mm, you don't though. You don't though. And you got to start, I think it's working on, on your inside too. Mm, So that our outside feels better. Not to say that you need to work on your inside, Nikki, but I think, I know we're talking a lot about body image and stuff, like kind of dealing with that and, and fashion. And I think that we should, we should have a guest on in the future maybe to discuss some stuff like this and celebrity culture and our body image, because this, this feels like it's a bigger yeah, topic. There thing. is like, um, a, I'm huge in like the fitness, you know, space. And there is this one girl who I admire so much. Her name's Kelsey Heenan. And I, you know, I really hope one day we can have her on. I'm going to reach out to her. Hopefully she says yes, but I'm going to put all the good vibes out there. I really want her to come on to talk about how she is now a personal trainer. She did four weeks of, um, focus with, uh, uh, Shay Mitchell and she uh, actually battled a uh, eating disorder uh, and mm. it's been a 10 year long journey for her from that time that she said she almost died from. So, I mean, I hope she comes on or someone else, but I think that it's really important to talk about the influence that social media and celebrities have on the normal person, like comparing. And, and it all starts the- to be completely frank with fashion because we're looking at the outfits And it's like, then we start thinking, oh, my body. And it just kind of spirals from there. So, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that would be good. But speaking of celebrity culture, let's get into when I sip. Cheers. (gasps) Well, let's talk about red carpet culture, y'all. We all are in that background in entertainment. And so this is a yearly thing for us. Even if it's virtual, we're talking some kind of fashion. So I know we recently have had things like the Met Gala, the Emmys, and we'll have the Oscars, all of those things coming up. And so we're constantly looking at uh, these people that we consider icons. We're looking at Zendaya, we're looking at see, or, you know, we're looking at these different people that have like cemented themselves as like, that's the fashion person, Um, or Billy Porter, whoever it is. And I feel like people don't take the moment to realize that like, most of these celebrities are not buying these items. They are, you know, they're literally pulling outfits and their dress head to toe to market to us, whether they're intentionally trying to or not. But that's also something we need to talk about more because your feed and stuff don't need to be a red carpet fashion show. That's not your everyday life. 
I feel like if people were more honest about that kind of stuff, the you would realize like there are if anybody's listening, just here's a little background on Hollywood. There are PR agencies that represent brands, okay? And they l- have showrooms. I've been to them. We've yep. we've all been to them. And you pull clothes for a weekend. Like at Fashion Week when I went a few years back, I pulled all my clothes from these places, the different brands, name brand things that were very expensive, jewelry. I got to borrow it all. I'm very privileged in that sense that I got to do that. But this is what celebrities do on the daily. There are a few things like Kim and and Beyonce, like people of that stature that get gifted these things and they get to keep them because they're custom made for them. And those usually go into their archives so that one day when we're, you know, they're going to be put into a museum or a fashion moment is put into a museum, possibly they still have that look to give to that Smithsonian or whoever puts it out there. And so these are, that's the reality of these non-outfit repeaters because there's Mm -hmm. people like Megan, I know Megan Markle, she's an outfit repeater and she's talked about that in the past because she knows sustainable fashion is, you know, she wants to be more sustainable with her fashion is what I meant to say. Um, so and Tiffany just, Haddish too. She makes it a joke, yes. but like when she was considered that like up and coming person, even though she's been in the biz for years, mm-hmm. she was constantly talking about I'm about to wear this dress because I I think she actually paid for it. So she was like, I'm wearing this dress multiple times to all of these gigs, and that really yeah. is relatable because you know for several carpets I am pulling dresses and I'm not able to keep those. But for the one that you actually purchased, like I had purchased uh, gowns for pageants and stuff, and so you do keep those. It's like memorabilia, but every red carpet I am not spending that kind of money on an outfit that I'm wearing one day it's like every day ain't a wedding you know because how many people are wearing their wedding dress again very few very few and a lot of people sell them but yeah that's just a little insight and you know I think if we did a little bit less of that it it would probably help our mental sanity (laughs) yeah a little bit I, I know that recently was the Met Gala and something that Kim Kardashian did was she covered herself from head to toe, right? And I think like the theme was American independence or something. And she still got criticized for what she was wearing over like, I think it was something about her body type or something about her, not her face not being shown, something about her getting her makeup done and still getting her face shown. She, what people don't that. understand is that was custom designed for her from Balenciaga for her to wear on the red carpet because now this covering of your face, this whole black outfit this all these things is it's for a consumer there we are they are ads on these red carpets for consumers so that is why we're sitting here talking about it is because these are things that are trends that are they're sitting there creating these trends and then we're going out and buying them and so these these designers when they custom made it or they handpick these items for the celebrities they're doing it with intention they're doing it for a reason then it's like the trickle down effect of us like uh, where can I find that? Where can I buy this? What can I do? I can't afford yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Either splurge and spend my whole paycheck on it or, you know, or my, my rent paycheck on it or <laughs> I'm actually going to go with fast fashion, which is right. the case. And the thing with that is, you know, celebs have this exclusivity to go to these uh, every season that they have these runway shows like they, their stylists are going, they're invited to these uh, fashion shows. And so they really know what new fashion is coming out and they get to present it to us either on their feeds, in the articles or editorials that they end up doing or on the red carpet. And like Nikki was saying, it is similar to an ad. It's like marketing and the same way that influencers are paid to post in these outfits or in whatever 
whatever cosmetics that is the latest thing or the hair thing, it's advertising to make the average person buy it. And um, I also think that's why fast fashion is so successful is because even though it's not during the same season, they are mass producing these sty- these fashion designers um, designs and creating it for the masses. And we're buying it from Shein or whatnot for like ten dollars. And this was like <laughs> the cheapest clothes you could ever get. You know, yeah. I had to throw it out there. But I'm just saying, especially folks in like in in high school and whatnot, yes. they like swear by this kind of stuff, and they feel like yes. they're keeping up because let's not be let's not uh, act like some of that stuff mm. does not almost look similar to the design. I don't know how they do it, right? But how they got yeah. sued for that ish? It's so crazy. Like these factories and like and the, who knows about the labor that they're you know I don't know. I know Shein's been allegedly in some hot water with their labor situation over this fast fashion too. They all and should. The reality of the impact it has on our environment is is detrimental and and there are ways to get around it and create which brings me to how can we change this like idea of never repeating an outfit and all of that. People like Dan Levy and his glasses, Sia always covering her face, Jay-Z now with the Basquiat hair. And when Kanye was younger, he was always in polos and those shades, you know, the like shutter shades and and wearing a backpack like they had these uniforms. So basically, it's like create your own uniform like they did and 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 do something that maybe you wear every day, whether it's one thing, whether it's a pair of jeans or a top. Like, I mean, I know wearing glasses is the smallest part that we could do to have sustainable fashion. So probably make it on your body versus on your face. <laughs> um <laughs> But that's a way we could do it and create a uniform so that, hey, even if, you know, you want somebody, maybe your friend wants to be you for Halloween, they'll wear the outfit that you always wear or something similar and people will know, oh, you're being, you know, Nikki or Courtney for Halloween or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there are uniforms like at school, which kind of it's technically conformity and like you're you know you're not able to have creation and expression but in this sense i'm saying like this is your uniform that you choose for you and that's your creative expression so that was something i was thinking about but i thought that would be kind of cool i guess it kind of goes hand in hand with what you were saying though of creative expression and having a uniform isn't that what a trend is you have your you know like your hippie boho theme you have you know your people who dress in all black you have the people who are always high fashion always wearing the highest most expensive clothing so it's almost like you're conforming with the people around you so i don't i guess i don't see the difference between having jobs. a uniform look at steve jobs he wore jeans and a turtleneck we're not home every day we're not every- talking about them let's talk I'm about the saying. average i know but let's talk about the average person because i feel like there is this um almost like a Ugh, how dare you kind of reaction when people are repeating things and i think we as a society need to stop doing that like who cares if she wore that same statement dress again? It is her dress. She bought it. She should be able to wear it at least a dozen times before you come at her. Like, I just, that's the part that I don't understand. Like, people are constantly, like, buying things for vacations, buying things for whatever special event, and they are looking in their closet. They're like, I have nothing to wear. I need to go shop. And, and oh, it's that's just. literally me. That is literally yeah. me. I know I'm but talking you're not about alone. uniform, but I, I'm wanting to implement that into my life because I'm like, oh, this is a creative way I could do this because I am that person. When we went to Mexico, I was like, oh my God, I need to go shopping. And Michael's like, Kristen, we're saving money right now. I didn't shop for one thing. He bought me a bag on the trip. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was great. But like, that's that mentality. I'm like, oh my God, I got to show out. 
I'm going on vacation. I got to take photos for Instagram. That's the thing. You're going on vacation to a place where probably you don't know anyone. No one's seen these outfits. So that should be all more of the reason why you're stuffing your bag with everything you have in your closet. But we're all sitting here getting the most up-to-date things because you just said it. You want to take pictures for your freaking Instagram. You need to be posing on the beach and showing off that you're somewhere else other than where you live. Like that's and not that's how post one photo. No, but no, <laughs> I know. I'm sure with you, but that's because we follow celebrities. How many times have we seen the paparazzi photos of, of Beyonce and Jay-Z on the yacht or now Beyonce posting mm-hmm. it herself? But all of these celebs have, they literally live these lives. They live these luxury lives. And a lot of us feel like in order to look and appear to be like we're making it, that we have to do those kinds of things. I don't know where it came from. Um, I don't know how to necessarily stop it. But I truly believe that like you don't need a new outfit for every day. You don't need a new outfit for your feed. Like if it's for something you know, specific or an editorial, whatever. Okay, cool. But there are, there just has to be better ways for us to use our money because that could be put towards real life goals. You can invest in something. You could be saving for your home. You could be doing whatever instead of just, oh, I need to go get this new shoe, this new outfit. And if that's your thing, if you're into fashion, cool. But for the average person that is not, it just, it literally, we're following these trends, trying to have a lifestyle that we don't really have. And if you are 25 and younger and you're listening to this, like seriously, listen to us. Don't listen to your parents. You can listen to us. Save that money, honey. Because if you're living at home right now and you just got out of college or whatever your situation is, and you're like, "Mm, I can just splurge on these things. Don't do it. I'm here to tell you right now that if you save that $300 and didn't buy those Gucci shoes or whatever they are, slides. Or uh, the belt, the Gucci belt. Or the belt, the bag, whatever it may be. I promise you, if you have that in your savings, it will be better for your future. It will be. No, it will be. (laughs) Not only that, I was going to say, if you want to splurge, you should splurge on a staple item. I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but like a staple item that you can work around. So a nice pair of jeans, you know, um, Old Navy has great bomb jeans. They have different ones for different body types. And they are very, very good pairs of jeans. They may be like $50. Now you can go wear that pair of jeans and choose your different types of tops. And because you only spent $50 on those jeans, now you can go get 20 tops to wear with those jeans instead of spending $300 on one item. Right. Or even it. nice shoes. I, I all there are mm-hmm. certain pieces that make sense. Like I know that I'm not the girl that's into like handbags and stuff, but I also understand luxury handbags. You're going to wear that mm-hmm. so often that those kinds of things are investments. Shoes like not all shoes are investments, but there are some that it's like you're going to wear these again because it's a nude. It's a gold. It's a staple. It's a it's a black shoe that can be worn with multiple things. But what we are talking about is outfit repeating those really cute outfits that, you know, mm-hmm. look bomb and you feel like you can only wear it once because it's not a staple item like get out of the mindset of having to go get something else because that was too too glamorous or whatnot I was just gonna say I agree with you this whole this whole like thing of outfit repeating where did it come from do you guys have any idea why we've all gotten into this outfit repeating it and it takes celebrities out of it even within your own little hometowns I remember it was like whenever I was going to someone's birthday party when I was younger had to have a new outfit I remember I was going to like a birthday party I got these new overalls my bucket hat like I was living and I thought I was the hottest thing on the block but like, look, Courtney, was, get out of here. You know, bucket was, hats were the shit. No, no, no. I'm uh, no, I'm not talking about the bucket hats. I love a bucket hat. I, um, look, she she misinterpreted that face. It was because mm-hmm. I was lame. I didn't care. I had no idea what any of that fashion was. My best friend really is the person that like put me on with that kind of stuff. So I was the girl walking around with the same <laughs> stuff on and had not a care in the world. Because what, nobody <laughs> checking for me? 
So, you know, but but I was but a bad girl. Home, I thought someone was checking for me in my overalls. Like I thought I had to have, you know, that that phase we went through with the thong over the jeans. Like what were we doing? Oh my god, you went through the whale tail? What thong over the jeans, Chicago? What's happening over there? Thong Chicago. over the jeans. Freaking whale tail. Hell Wait, yeah, you I had did it all. That? I did it all. Yes. Trust. If there Nick, was a trend, you were I was living hopping your on it. No. Nope. Damn. Too nope. lame over here. I, I was not a part of any of those trends. Half the time, I mean, it wasn't until middle school I didn't realize I was flooding. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally, just to give y'all some insight on me, I'm like, I just now have stepped into the the fashion womandom in my adulthood. But yeah. y'all, please look back at my old photos. I was living my best life, being real uncool, unfashionable, and ain't nothing wrong with it. Did, did you guys see it. that Betches that Betches video where the girls are? It's like uh, middle schoolers now, and they're all uh, and like, mm. and then the the video the photos of like our childhood come through. Yeah. It's like us yeah. in like plaid pants and yes. a baggy t shirt, like at a at a sleepover, like with makeup all crazy on our faces. Like that is <gasps> the reality. Tops. Layered tops, Abercrombie oh. tops, the polo shirts the with polo the polo oh. shirts. We were so tacky. And wearing those outfits, going to your friend's house, posing for these pictures on those cameras that you had to go to Walgreens CVS to get them like. And wait a um, week to get your or one hour photo, whatever. We are aging the hell out of ourselves. (laughs) Check us. But like now these girls can take a photo, take a look at it. Don't like it. They can retake it at that moment. We had to wait a week and we're like, well, we already wore that outfit. Can't do it again. Like, uh. Oh my God. And imagine like, I used to want to get like a second ear piercing. Girls nowadays are like going to go get their lips injected. You know, it's just crazy. Like when they okay. turn 18. Anyway, we really we've are taking ourselves. ourselves. We've taken a turn. We've taken we a turn. We wrap this baby up. We, yeah. One, <laughs> one last like- thing. <laughs> one last thing I would say would be really great to help change this is, is I'm not, not necessarily one of them, but it is very common is to Stop buying stuff and returning it because what? No. Like, why did you have to stunt in the first place? That literally is the mentality of thinking that you're like a celeb so you can go pull something and then give it back. And I don't know where this came from, but it is so common. Kristen's ass is looking pretty guilty over there. (laughs) I mean, I do it for Christmas. I'm not going to lie because sometimes I don't know what sizes people are. So I do purchase. But like I said, I'm trying to be better with my own uniform. So I'm starting with me and then (laughs) it will will be a trickle effect. (laughs) Progress, not perfection. Love it. (laughs) Exactly. Love it, love it, love it. Well, we want to hear from y'all online. Are you similar to us where you've been, you know, not wanting to outfit repeat and you're trying to break the cycle? Hit us up in the DMs if you relate to this episode. And also, I hope that y'all really learn something so you can st- we can all <laughs> stop breaking the- start breaking that cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really need to. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Start your week off with some boss lady energy every Monday. And send us your suggestions for future episodes. Slide into those DMs. And follow us on social media at Boss Lady Energy Pod.